We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All-Star break. Everyone got time off. Gonna come back. Re- no, no. We are coming back just as fucking pissed off. <laughs> I don't even know how else to, to say it. No. Um, what a start. <laughs> what a start to the show, Samuel. Wow. Andy, my guy. Warriors lose 124-111 to the Lakers. I feel like the score doesn't really matter. Uh, the game just had negative vibes the whole way through. Um, let's start. Let's start on the top because I feel like, look, we can we can get into it. But what what really matters is Steph Curry did not play. Andrew Wiggins did not play. Yeah, and Wiggins is excuse of the personal reason, so no one knows why he's not playing. Um. And and no one has any reason to think it's anything like nefarious. Just like it's mysterious, right? And we, it's weird, though, dude. It's mm-hmm. like he didn't play the. He randomly sat out the game against the Clippers, and you know he kind of just thought, you know, okay, maybe something happened. But since then, it's been nine days. It's been ten days. Yeah, I, I, I what? I'm not gonna guess. I'm just saying, if it's ten days and you're not back in ten days, why would you be back in eleven, twelve, right? thirteen, fourteen? Like if you feel like if something you know, quote unquote bad happened, then yeah, you're out for a week, but it's been 10 days. If you're out for 10 days, like why wouldn't he just be out for another month? I don't know. It just seems, it's just weird. It doesn't make any sense. Hopefully he's all right. I mean, I don't know. Seems, I guess they say he's all right. right? Thoughts are there. It seems like it's a, it's a family matter. So, you know, keep, keep positive thoughts there. But the the overarching point is, man, they just look so undermanned. And even with that, they're so frustrating. Like it's always this entire season is it's, it's something. It's trying to play a young guy who's not good enough at the beginning of the season. It's one guy gets hurt. It's another guy gets hurt. It's the front office doesn't put together a full enough roster. It's it's always something. And at this point, fifty nine games in against a Lakers team, I didn't even think they looked that good. To be honest with you. Like LeBron looked awful. Yeah, I don't um, know what's up with him. Weird game. They just—it's frustrations, pretty much. 
I'm waiting for Steph to come back at this point because it's like I need to see them with him for five games before I make a determination whether they have anything left in the tank or it's over. It's always producer Tim got to throw that on the show list description. It's always something. That's what this, that's the name of the game this season. Um, I think at this point I was watching, you know, as a coping mechanism, I've been watching a lot of games, game, a lot of postseason games from last season. And something I actually really noticed was that, uh, GP2 closed out a lot of games and he closed out that game six in Boston and he played a lot of those minutes where, um, they made big runs. He had a huge hand, literally, in shutting down that Celtics team. And I, and I bring this up to say everything I think matters. A lot of stuff gets underrated. I think GP2's loss is underrated. I think his them bringing him back was huge. And I do think that was the jolt that the Warriors were hoping for. And then, like you're saying, it's always something. Because right as that happens, he's out for a month, right? Wiggins now is out for two weeks. And so... Steph isn't coming back anytime soon. He's evalu- reevaluated in a week. Who the hell knows when he's? I actually, end. I actually feel optimistic, but it's got to be at least. There's still four games right. before. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you confident right. they beat Houston tomorrow night? You know what I mean? Like that type of shit. Like, are you confident that they beat Houston sure. at home? Sure. Like, who even knows with this team? Like, and the I margin's think- getting thin. Like, I feel good that he's going to be back in week one of March. Could be the third. Could be the eighth. Uh, I do not feel confident they will not be in the 11 seed by then. That's where, that's where the issue is, right? And I and I think also the the thing about this team is they ha- they make so many of the little plays impossible. Like they don't take the right shot, they shoot too fast in the shot clock, they don't make the right pass, they don't get a rebound, they just don't do any of the little things. The only person that does the little things is Kevon Looney. That's it. One shout person. Out. Shout out our guy in the chat saying build the offense around Looney. L- Honestly, I'd rather watch 15 Looney post-ups than what we're watching right now. Uh, Looney was the only play. Like, there was a period in the third quarter where I got a dozen text messages of people going, I love Looney. Looney's the only one who matters. And, like, on, on some level, I appreciate it because, you know, look, how can you not like Looney? The guy is the epitome of, like, a team guy but on the other hand it speaks to just how little everyone else is doing at the same time right like just seeing someone go in there and battle for the extra rebound make the extra go up for it just do as you put it all the little things care care about the little things too and i'm not i think people get mad at me they always feel like i'm too hard on jordan Poole or so last year's damian lee Uh, this year it's everyone it's every single person on the team and and I've done this right a million times. Tonight, it was every single person that just didn't do the little things. Jordan Poole, falling down, doesn't seem to care, doesn't seem to get mad. Draymond Green, not really sure what he's doing after the first eight minutes uh, where he was good defensively. Clay Thompson, turnovers, bad shot after bad shot. Like, can we go down the list and just talk about how every person just didn't seem engaged? To? After nine days, after nine days, how do you come back after nine days and you don't look like you don't care? Maybe they're just not good enough, Sam, so I don't know. Some people would just say they're undermanned. They're just not good enough, fine. But still, it's hard to watch a team that looks like they don't give a crap. And that's my underarching question for this pod. How long can they go on like this? Because I can make excuses that Steph's out. And, like, let's be real. Anytime Steph's out, I'm fingers crossed for 500 ball, right? And Wiggins is out, and Wiggins is their best wing. Um, and 
GP2 is out, and GP2 hasn't played all year, but he will make a difference if he's healthy and he can play. Like, as you said, we saw how good he could be in the playoffs last year. But at what point are we just, like, grasping straws, praying for, like, this thing that's just not going to come? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? At what point, I think, also, do they give up? Right. And I felt like a give-up game to, to what you're saying. It almost feels like a... Uh, I, these guys are champions. Clay and Draymond are two-time champions, and you hate to say that, but some of the effort out there, some of the body language, they're just looking at it like, man, we're just, we're just not good enough. They, it feels like they have to play, especially the veterans, have to play 125. percent And then you've got guys that are trying to learn how to play basketball. Kaminga and Jordan Poole, they're still trying to learn. They can't carry anyone. They're not good enough. Kaminga was awful. So he scored a lot, but he was like, wasn't good. And I just think that's very. Very difficult when you don't have obviously when you don't have Steph and, and Wiggins. You yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 like it comes down to obviously, it's a lot harder when you don't have the guy, and then not just the guy, but like two of your main four or five guys, right? So like, there's no way around that. But and then three of this, three of the guys that were playing. All, it's been this yeah. way all season, honestly. And at some point, like part of you has to feel like it's over. Um. They're tired. All right, we've got a I bunch of comments. Tired. Well, that's the thing. It's frustrating because you were expecting a little like post mm-hmm. All Star game bump, but we got we got a we got a comment here from Charlie, and we got a few more of these long lines. The coaching staff has not done a single thing to help these players. I'm going to piggyback off that. We got uh, ICX uh, three thousand saying, "I don't know what to say anymore. I never really bother with criticizing the coaching decisions." But this is not okay. The lineups are put out there. Come on, man. I, there's one lineup. There's one lineup. He's. I know there's one lineup he's talking about. And Steve Kerr went to a not once, but twice. He put Ty Jerome in the same lineup with... Um, Big Tone? <laughs> with Kevon Looney, Jermichael Green, and Anthony Lamb. And then they switched out some of it when the first shout half was out, Big Tony. And it was just no chance. And and part of it is what is he supposed to do? You can argue because you know Moody's been bad and Patrick Baldwin Jr. is a rookie and obviously Stephen Wiggins are out. So I was like, ah, what can he do? They don't have enough veteran guys. But Steve, come on, come on. We know that lineup doesn't work. You couldn't do anything else. You could you couldn't tell me you could put you could put just Patrick Baldwin in there and figure some shit out. I know that lineup's gonna suck, don't you? Like we know that lineup's gonna suck. So why do we keep doing it? Another one here. I. Th- so he started Kuminga over Looney. Yeah, bad choice. And I I got it, though. Mm-hmm. I will justify this. And you, you look, uh, the results play in your favor that it's a bad choice. I understand the concept of let's go small. Let's see if we can get Kuminga going. And let's try to run a Lakers team that's played a whopping six quarters together off the court. It didn't work in any capacity. But my bigger question is like, what is he doing to actually try to get Kuminga going at this point? Cause it feels like just throwing players out there and yeah. then running the same thing. Like, well, you might as well just go with Looney and Draymond and, you know, um, obviously clay pool and throw out the most veteran player you have with them. Because if you're not going to run anything distant Good or point. different, what is the point? in trying to make these lineup changes. And it ties to our guy, Paratosh's comment, 
please, let's have an honest conversation about Kirk coaching staff. They can't keep getting away with hiding behind the front office failures. Mm. And to me, look, man, they traded Wiseman. That's an L for the front office. I think it was the correct decision. But anyway, you want to slice it, like, that was the most high-profile player, and like everyone acknowledged it wasn't working, and it's time to go. But that does not mean yep. guys like Kuminga and Moody and maybe Baldwin, uh, although he's younger, are lost causes. And at some point, you have to look at this and go, like, is there any effort to get them yep. going, or is it just kind of like tough love? Figure it out or you're out of here. And I'll play Ty Jerome over you, and like I, I don't even know what this voice I'm doing is, but like you get what I, you get where I'm going with this. Well right? said. Like, this is well said. I mean, this is this is exactly I think the Warriors' issues this season, outside of just guys being hurt, is is that's the problem. Is that now look at now let's look at you, 29 and 30, and what have you done to develop anyone? Your best prospect is Jonathan Kaminga, and I'm gonna be honest, he's fine. He's not special. Like he's not he's not this burgeoning superstar. Can't even make the rising stars game, which he should have, but like he's not. Like he's not making it because he's not getting 30 minutes a game. I'm being an asshole. I know. I'm being an asshole. Uh, that was, that was uncalled for. Um, but you've developed no one. You've developed no one and you're not at 500. And yes, we can argue about whether it's injuries. It probably is guys just out of the lineup, but it is what it is. Now you've got the playoffs coming in. Like I feel like Patrick Baldwin should have already been playing 15 minutes a game. What about Moses Moody? Um, he's in a tough spot because just like positionally, they're good with two threes. Like they, they're not like short on guys who play the two and the three, right? So, but like you watch him out there and I'm just like, come on, man. He can play. By the way, the comments are incredible today. I'm just reading them in here. Um, people, are, people are angry. I, I think here, – here's what I think. I think Steve – Loves Ty Jerome, and I get it because I really like Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome's uniquely good at running the offense and doesn't really turn the ball over. Low, I, low mistake player. Very low mistake. Doesn't play the defense, but who does on this team? Um, I do think, though, Sam, at some point, you are going to have to say, Moses Moody, a lottery pick. He's a wing. He can shoot a little bit. Maybe he can defend a little bit. You got to just get him in there instead of Jerome and just make Poe the primary ball handler. Same with Baldwin. He's, he, dude, he's an actual shooter. Andy Lamb is not an actual shooter. Baldwin can shoot. He's seven feet you tall. Ne- you're never going to get over ball or, uh, Poole's form. Like, I know. <laughs> no, 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 Lamb, <laughs> Lamb. Yeah, Lamb, Lamb. Uh, Sorry, but I, Lamb's form. My bad. Um, but yes, but, you get what I'm saying. But I'm saying, right? Like, get, get hit. Like, he, every time that shot goes up, Baldwin, I'm just like, oh my God, that thing's money. It's like a clay shot. That thing is money. But I just, it's a pretty jumper. You got wings. You've got I don't know. Those don't fix anything, Sam. Let's be clear. Those don't fix anything. Moses Moody, ten more minutes. What does that fix? Baldwin, ten more. What does that fix? Those don't fix anything. But no, it's you know. I got a comment uh, on Twitter, which was, "Look, man, if they're gonna be five hundred, yeah, why aren't they playing them, those guys?" And it's increasingly hard for me to justify what they're doing because that's the reality situation. We can. We can rant and rave about mistakes they made last summer, but the reality is this is the roster they have right now. And the worst thing on earth is you wasted a whole – you didn't contend and you didn't develop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least get one of those out of the way. And – It did last year. 
<laughs> they did yeah. last year and they didn't this year. Yeah, it's 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 fr- like what I'm getting at is it's frustrating. You know, I'd like to see a little more um, out of Kaminga. I'd like to see a little more of Moody. Or, I don't know, I'd like to see the veterans step up in one capacity or another. The, there, I don't know how many times I need three guys, man. I forgot. I didn't even finish my point from way, way, way earlier, but that the point on GP2 was they're missing all three guys Steph, Wiggins, and GP2 that closed the NBA finals out. Right now, I just watched Dennis Schroeder. I watched Austin Reeves walk to the rim. And you know, I love me some Austin Reeves, but Why, Clay, can't, Clay can't guard Austin Reeves. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, Jordan Poole, have mm-hmm. some self-respect. You can't at least try to stay in front of Dennis Schroeder. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's some of it's energy. Some of it's just lack of people. Some of it's talent. But, man, it is so easy for teams right now. You said it earlier. LeBron and AD didn't do jack tonight. <laughs> Those guys had 124 at, points. At least AD played a little defense. But, yeah, we, so our guy CJ Holmes throws up this quote from Clay Thompson, said the Warriors can learn a lot from the group that closed the game which included Ty Jerome, Moses Moody, Patrick Baldwin. I, I Part of me thinks this is a troll. Interesting. I think <laughs> if it's not a troll, it's just a straight-up comment at Jordan Poole um, about moving the ball. And I don't know, man. They're, at this point, frustration is the best way to put it. And, like, they desperately need Steph back. Let me ask you this. I think Clay's sick of that lineup too, though, that we just watched with Jermichael Green and Lamb and, and, and Looney and obviously not Looney, but Jermichael Green and Lamb. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
But anyway, to your question. I think he's a little sick of playing Jordan Poole a little bit too. <laughs> that I, think that's part, I think that's part of it too. I don't think he has a right to be, if I'm going to be honest with you. I think – Clay won good tonight. Yeah, and, you know, Steph's 101. Um, most combo guards who put pressure on you shooting are closer to Poole than Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It, it, my question for you is when – do they need Steph back before it's too late? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think you – let me ask you. If they go 500 between now and when Steph's back, I'm generally con- happy. Are you? Yeah. I mean, if they win 44, happy, 44 to 45 total happy's, wins, I think. Happy is uh, a, a weird way to describe. But, like, in my mind, I would consider 500 a success, right? Yeah, um, so, but I do. But I do think the vibes, the way that they played tonight, it, all, it almost feels like, hey, it's getting too late. Like it, it is getting, it is getting too late because if you're gonna play like this, coming mm-hmm. out of nine days rest, it, it feels like it's gonna, it's gonna be too late. Um, but whatever. I mean, we we I just watched the Memphis Grizzlies tonight choke a game. Let's throw some optimism at the wall here. Watch the Memphis Grizzlies tonight lose to the to the Sixers, um, and I watched them in crunch time, and I'm just sitting there like. Ah. I think the Warriors would be pretty happy with that matchup. I think they'd be pretty happy. That is, no, that's, Im- they got a lot of good fr- players, but that is an immature team that doesn't look like they are. That's the lead. that's the frustrating part. Like as annoying as the Warriors are, I feel like their Steph Wiggins healthy and like a little chemistry coming together away from people to run through anyone in the West, which makes it twice as frustrating, right? Yep. Uh, we got a comment from a guy, awesome. Kerr was bad tonight parentheses, all year. Give Steve the right roster or fire him. Choose like a call it a season. Why risk Steph's health for the 10 seed? Well, I, I push back on that. Warriors currently at the 10 seed. I, I just sent over the standings over there. And I, and I thought about this earlier today. If you look at the three teams right above them, the Timberwolves, Pelicans, and Jazz, and then the two teams below them, the Thunder and the Blazers, bro, you can't tell me that the Warriors can't just have a good week and are solidly in seventh place. And, and I think that's the thing. It, it's not that, like, I'm not going to argue with you if you tell me the Mavs and the Suns are going to be better than the Warriors the whole way through. That's probably what's going to happen. But you're talking about these teams. Zion's done for the season. Utah like, scratching and clawing for a win at home. Thunder silent tanking at some point. The Blazers are resting Damian Lillard after an all-star break. And the Timberwolves are the Timberwolves. Like, you're telling me that the Warriors can't just figure it out enough to get the seventh seed. And if you get the seventh seed, you win a game and you get to play the Grizz or the Kings, whatever. And isn't that... Isn't that what you want, right? Isn't that best case scenario if you're a Warriors fan? So that's true. We're zooming in on the standings now. This is now like officially a thing we do every episode. Yes, standings sir. watch. Yes, watch sir. with us on YouTube. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's in some ways this makes me more frustrated. Uh, because they're Why? not playing ball in line with a team that can win the West. But when I look at the standings, I'm like, yeah, two weeks of good basketball and they're back at the six, seven seed and they can run through everyone. Uh, and it's just not right. That's where I'm at. Like, it's just, it's just not the way I've been used to it. But the reality is what it is. They've been gifted a season where they can, for lack of a better way to put it, bullshit their way through most of the year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's your positivity update from me. 
<laughs> the comments. Andy, stop. Uh, you're doing to yourself again. Stop getting your hopes up. All right, look, man, I'm just trying to – we're just trying to give you some optimism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our guy DJ Fresh need the Pacific catch vibes back. Look, man, Warriors win three in a row. Andy and I going to Pacific catch, getting some some ramen, taking some shots. Oh, yeah. That's all it takes. Three in a row. You know, we're going to invite you. We'll let you know which Pacific catch location we're going to. Anyone comes with us, we'll, we'll buy you shots. Won't buy you ramen, though. Um, it'll be a great time. But we need three wins in a row before we do that. Let me ask you, have the Warriors won three in a row at all this season? Yes. No, yeah, they have. But during the Christmas period, they did. Um, but the point stands. I had to think about it. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say once, right? They won three in a row at home. I, th- I think they're in their homestand. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. We sound depressing like the 2021 Lakers. Mm, I mean, is it, what, about, what about the 2021 Warriors? The Warriors are on track to be a playing team with championship expectations. They all sound the same when they're like that. You know, you know what I mean? So I don't really know. You you look across the street of tonight's game and you look at the Lakers. It's not like their vibes were great either. I I don't think LeBron, did LeBron look super happy? Do you think they even know each other's names? (laughs) Like, like, uh, you know, Dorks online are just like, oh, Vanderbilt, you got to get him. Do you think LeBron can recognize which guy on the bench is Jared Vanderbilt? Do you think LeBron can say Uri Hachimura? Like, there's no chance, right? There's no chance. (laughs) What do you you think he calls him? (laughs) Rudy! Rudy! Get to the short corner! Rudy! Rudy. Get to the short corner! That's what what Shaq was calling him. Uh, somebody, but, but it's it's probably something like that, you know? <laughs> right? It's like why why would he know him? Like, well, but that's LeBron, right? They they mm-hmm. get new guys every every season. It didn't look like the Lakers are too happy tonight. Now Delos hurt, and I don't know that that team's not that impressed. Like, were you impressed by that team watching them? No, I mean the the pieces fit. So on some level, it makes sense what they do. But like, they look like a team who hasn't played together. Yeah. So. It's what the Suns are, and we'll see what the Suns are going to look like. KD's going to be back in the week, so anyway. No, he's back Wednesday. Now they're they're shooting for next. Wait, uh, wait next Tuesday Wednesday. Wednesday? Oh wow! Oh wow! That's even um, worse. He will not play on Sunday. Um, oh. Wow. We'll get you the exact date in a second, but Timmy, let's get to the voicemails. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. What what have the goons got today for us? Hi, Sam and Andy. Uh, my name is Bree. First time caller, long time listener. Love you guys. Appreciate you, Bree. This might be a little long-winded, but let's see. Uh, we 
this offense is broken. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> we have become the same jump shooting team that Charles Barkley has erroneously labeled them in the past. Like, we finally have become that. It was a common misconception in the past because we've always gotten, you know, the easy twos and the dunks at the rim um, at an elite level while also shooting the threes. It, it, it's a part of the Warriors' secret sauce. Like, if you let them shoot the threes and get the easy baskets, you're, you're not going to beat them. So that's the part that Charles, like, really never cared to understand or pretended like he didn't understand. But he might be right. The, the clock is right. The broken clock is right twice a day. And this might be the year <laughs> that he's right because the offense is – absolutely atrocious like i i don't even know what's more a question yeah, for you yeah i agree you think the- i agree with brie on that one so andy let's let's start there first off um i think the defense is more broken than the offense but yeah, with that said Offense has enough break for us to talk about it too. Um, what do you think to Bree's point that they're just a jump shooting team? Cause like everyone's saying it and like it's look, you can't deny that they just fucking pass around until they get an open three. Okay. So agree with you on the defense part. That is by far the worst part of this team. I'm actually not too mad about the offense. They're missing 55 points on the, well, they're missing 50 points on the bench. Right. So I can't really get that mad. And then the other thing is, how many times do we have to see what players you need to put around a Steve Kerr offense? I probably, sh- I'm mad. I'm actually mad in the offseason. I didn't see this coming, but we've seen it so much. You need Auto Porter. You need Bielitsa. You need veteran, smart, big. You were so excited. You were so excited about the title that you're like, Big Jim's going to do it. I'm an idiot. Yeah, exactly. I got blinded. I got blinded. I thought even Moses Moody can't play in this offense because he's not smart enough yet to play in it. You either know it because you're a super smart player. You've always played that way, or you're eight years in, right? Or six years in, and you just figured out NBA offenses and schemes, especially Steve Kerr's. Because you look around the rest of the NBA, it's easy to play the Lakers offense. It's super easy. Like if you put Moses Booty right now, he'd be able to play in the Lakers offense. I'd know if he'd be good, but they just stand on the corner, shoot some threes. It's, a, I, it's hard for me to get mad because I know Steve's not going to do it. I just know he's not going to change the offense. So I can't really get mad anymore. I can't. You're a broken man. I am. I am. He's not changing. <laughs> He's not changing, so I don't know what Joe expects or we expect. Like that motion offense isn't going. Like, are they going to start suddenly spamming pick and row or, or that? Like, they're not. The only that. the only thing I will call out, um, and it's not a defense of the offense or a defense of the Warriors, because I look they, they need to take their medicine. Um, a lot of the Warriors' offense is based off of Steph getting double teamed. And if Steph's not out there, it doesn't work as well. So I, I'm not shocked that it devolves into just dudes chucking threes because the dude who creates open rim looks, Steph Curry, is not there. And it's frustrating because, like, this is what we come back to. They're missing their best wing. It's frustrating. They're missing the guy who creates a double team. It's frustrating. 
what can you really do about that? Uh, not that much, honestly. Like, uh, there's not like a ski. Like, there's little things you can do, but there's not like really a schematic yeah. thing. Yeah. So, I mean, Lamb had a bunch of open shots tonight. He just missed them. Poor had a bunch of open shots, missed them. Clay, same thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got we got a little we got a little Clay Thompson quote that I want to get to real quick before we get to the next caller. If that's okay with you, Andy. Oh boy. Uh oh. Our guy. Our guy, Big Clay. Big Clay. Uh, 23 games left. We still have a great opportunity to finish very strong and good quality. Just uh, continue to play your hardest and um, have fun while doing it. I mean, uh, there's a lot of basketball left, believe it or not. And believe it or not, I know we still have greatness ahead of us. I'm never going to not believe in this team. Done too many great things not to. <laughs> Gotta love them. You got to love. Absolute sociopath in the best way possible. Uh, for those listening on the podcast, he looks like he wants to kill someone the entire way through. Um, but that's actually kind of what I want to see, if I'm being honest with you. I I want to see him look like uh, like he's ready to punch someone out, you know? Like, there's no way around it. Like, part of part of the Warriors' struggles is it feels like they don't care. And I, I, I just I don't think that's actually what's going on. I think uh, this is a team who's proven that they can win titles in the past. And if we're at the phase of their run where all I can hang my hat on is like believing in their character, then so be it. Let me let me take you back eight months uh, mm-hmm. from now. Uh, Clay Thompson sits in front of. Uh, same thing, post-game presser. They just lost the game, pretty depressing. They're down 2-1 in the NBA Finals. And Clay says, you know what? It feels like 2015 again. And I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking, is this, is this motherfucker crazy? Cause yes. that's not, it's not a little, a little bit though. <laughs> no, like, no, he's crazy. The correct amount. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. He is crazy. Steph is crazy. Draymond's very crazy. Um, and I remember thinking, yeah, these guys are insane. And then guess what happened? It was actually, it ended up being, the exact same as 2015. They won the next three games, and the last game was never close. So I just – I don't know. I love Clay. You're always going to ride your superstars. Those are going to be the three guys that I'll always trust in forever, and Andre, but you know, who knows where Andre is nowadays. But uh, those I three just, guys. I, I feel like the more depressing this gets, I'd rather just ride with those guys than yep. scream about, you know, Big Tony Lamb. Uh, never, never call him. Never call him. Big <laughs> never call him. Never call him big I, 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 your facial expression every time I say it just makes me no. want to say it more. Uh, it's, like you're, it's like you're slapping me. All right, next one. <laughs> I might hey, be doing Andy, it It's uh, JGW. Um, this is just pathetic. I, I've never seen this team play like this before in terms of just not defending, not playing on the road. Um, just completely just shell shocked at what I'm seeing. Um, and don't keep saying like how close they are to the six seed. They're, this team is a playing <laughs> team at best. And I'm wondering if they get into the lottery and maybe get lucky to get some ping pong balls. If that's not the way to go at this point. I mean, they're just, I, I just don't see it, especially if Wiggins is out indefinitely. Who knows? He's ever coming back and who knows when Curry comes back too. It's just, there's just not enough time. So. Oh. Can we take that snippet of, don't you tell me that they're three games out of the five seed? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's been the case all season long. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that one. Next time you say something I want, I don't want to hear. It's like, don't you fucking tell me that again. <laughs> um, Warriors are gonna finish the season in seventh place, but they're only gonna be three games out of the three seed, though. You know, they're gonna go to our deathbed saying that the Warriors were only three games out of the three seed. Yeah. I, I don't really have too much to add to it. To the next one. Keep it going. I mean, just going. call it a season. Like, why risk Steph back? Like, honestly, like, why risk Steph, like, getting, like, an ACL because of, like, of, like, the 13th, the 10th seed and the Olympic Like, why do you, like, why risk that? Like, just call it a season. Like, you decided last summer when you, when you didn't treat his wiser. When you, when you, you. Oh, too much. Too much for my guy, Gio. I know who that is. That's my guy. Um, but we cannot we cannot play that out there. Anytime you're talking ACLs, I gotta I gotta cut you. Um <laughs> season's far from over. It's frustrating, but there's so much there's so much there's so much opportunity for the Warriors to just get it all back. I think it's just I don't know. I'm gonna look at international holidays. Let's see what holidays uh, we'll officially cut the season off at like like we're definitely getting past St. Patrick's Day. Noru's is is March twentieth. You know, shout out to Persian New Year. Ooh, we're we're not canceling the season before that. I, I will not allow it personally, selfishly. I uh, let me let me tell you this. Our our guy, our guy Jason Dumas, texts me today and goes, "Dude, I'm I'm really annoyed because I want to plan my vacation out, and the Warriors just won't won't <laughs> go away." And I told him, you know, this is going to go down to the final day. This is going to, this is going to be a game seven, seven, eight matchup. The Warriors are going to be in it. So I don't want to tell you. It's the Warriors are going to make you stress till the final day of this season. And you know, that's what, it's what we deserve. That's what this season has become. You know, yeah. Steph looked good tonight, though. He shot the ball in pregame. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he might be Outta coming here. back. You know, what I mean? you know, the hoodie that he's wearing is owned by, uh, that company is owned by Brandon Jennings. You know that? Yes. Oh, you knew that. That was pretty cool. Um, All right, let's keep moving. I don't even know what. What a welcome back from All Star break. <laughs> we go out there and we play like a bunch of bozos. However, this fourth quarter, with all of the bench guys out there, is giving me a little bit of life. I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing, and I just want to know what. Has Moses done to Steve Kerr that he can't get a sniff until garbage time? He he's doing great out there now. Okay, that's all. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, um, Karima. First off, you're always welcome to call in. Uh, Lightyear's favorite, so. Throw it out there. But with that said, to the substance of your question. Steve Carr is so hard on pause. I don't know why. It's pause there. Uh, it's just too difficult on these kids. Too difficult on these kids. Moses Moody is just, just – he's not awful, dude. Like, you watch him and you're not saying he's going to be out the league in five years. Like, he could end up just being like – um. and I watched George's Niang tonight. Like, he's not great player but he's in the nba like moses moody's gonna be in the nba it just why, why does he not get to play for weeks at a time and i'm meanwhile i'm watching J- 
Jermichael Green get consistent minutes, all even though he's played better lately. But Tony Lamb, why does he get to play five minutes a game? And it's just frustrating because I think I think you're now messing with someone's career, and I think that's unfair. I think beyond it being unfair, because like it's life. I just don't think it's in the best interest of the Warriors. You know, like he can contribute more than some of the players are playing out there, and you you have him in his own head a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah, he is in his own head. He absolutely because last year you saw him play pretty free. Shot went up. He made quick decisions, and this season, I think after the first couple of weeks of him just trying to do too much, and you can just tell like Kerr got lit into him, and he just hasn't been the same guy. And I think. I think if you're Steve Kerr, you got to kind of take a look in the mirror, but you know, he's not because he's won four championships, which is also kind of fair. He's probably like, dude, why did we even have this guy on the team? Give me Damian Lee back. <laughs> I'd rather no. play him. I'm just like, all right. Not Literally no, no life with this lineup. They look like zombies out there. The only ones that actually have any kind of life to them are two people that can't contribute offensively consistently. And that's Draymond and Looney. This is freaking embarrassing. <sighs> GT Chong out. The oh, pause, oh, by oh, the way, man. elite, Ooh. elite pause. Got to respect the pause right there. Um, let's talk a little Draymond and Looney because I, I know, I know you'll agree with him. Just like on song. I mean, Draymond, Draymond tried tonight he just it's hard against anthony davis right like i can see there is a situation scenario that the warriors end up playing the lakers in the playing game and draymond locks up anthony davis in the last fight like that's what draymond is born to do not this kind of did it two years ago yeah like and then couldn't get a shot at the end oh yeah yeah, yeah, that was memphis memphis wait was that shit that might have been no that was memphis no it's it's definitely memphis but in the, the la game they also couldn't Get offense up oh. at the end. Anyway. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember that now. Um, he's not a guy that carries people. Like that's that's it's very simply put. Like he's not carrying a team, and he's not he's too old to be that consistently great defensively for weeks at a time now. So, and this team is too terrible defensively. He's probably looking at up on the perimeter, and he's like, I gotta watch Clay, Jerome, and Poole get blown by every time. What the hell is going on? Meanwhile, Looney's kind of doing the same thing. They gotta start Draymond and Looney. I know they can't, but they have to. They have to, man. They probably will last. I mean, in my opinion, I got them going small this game, but they're going to go back to the lineup that works. Yeah. Like, DiVincenzo's not that great a defender, and Kaminga's just not that great. Like, they're both not that great defensively. No, it seemed seemed like an offensive lineup to me. It was like, let's see if we can get offense going. Um, And they couldn't. (laughs) No, and they couldn't. But, you know. By the way, the Lakers are also like on their last legs. I'm just like LeBron doesn't look healthy. AD looks like he's limping. Like they, they didn't look good either. Which just, like yeah, I mean, you could no. you could look at it one way. Oh, they don't look good. Another, it's like oh, they just blew you out too. So, mm. so it's not a win for anyone. No, but, all right, let's, no, let's, no. Both we got one more team. call, and we're gonna call on that. All right. Yeah. all right, yo, yo, yo. What up, guys? That's John here. What an absolutely bullshit game from the Warriors after a long break. And really, bullshit performance by Steve Kerr as well. I mean, we're getting blown out here, and we wait till God down near this, this the end to give PBJ some run, to give Moody some run. And fine. They actually showed a couple things very late in the game. I mean, it wasn't much. 
but it was something, and it just makes you think, Jesus, why is he playing Lamb and Jerome so much? Why? Like, what, what, what could that do us tonight? How does that possibly keep us in the game? Um, I, I think you could defend Jerome a bit more. I think he's been useful, but I mean, Lamb is just complete turnstile of defense. He's been a little cold. As Sigludger pointed out in the Discord, he, he, he's only played four games in the last, like, six weeks or whatever. It just, ah, why is he even out there? Just, ah, I don't get it. This is totally oh, bullshit. We're probably going to get smoked by Houston now, too, just because we wasted uh, all these minutes on people yesterday, unless we can somehow get Wiggins back. It's just, this is looking really bad for the Warriors, and I'm just fucking tired of it. All right, thanks, guys. My guy, McWalter. I feel like the best way to describe it is McWalters, who tends to be very positive and level-headed and generally like my favorite caller because he will bring us all back to earth, is officially frustrated. Should send that one to the Warriors and just be like, look, you even lost McWalters. That's, better. That's, that's, Do better. That's the way that this show should end, <laughs> is that our most optimistic uh, caller. Um is not optimistic, but hey, we'll be back tomorrow. The Warriors are playing the Houston Rockets tomorrow night. The Houston Rockets are not good. Jalen Green is is hurt, and uh, they've really got no one. Shangun will be fun to watch, but uh, it's got to be a win, Sam. If the Warriors don't win tomorrow night, then you and I have a date with Satan. Um, if, they, if they don't win tonight, I'm pulling out a bottle of my best whiskey. Yes, sir. We're sitting on live stream. We're just gonna we're just gonna talk it out. Let's lock in. Um, we'll we'll not know when it ends. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate everyone. We'll be back.